Section 2 of The Universal Religion, Baha'ism, Its Rise and Social Import. This is a LibriVox recording. All LibriVox recordings are in the public domain. For more information or to volunteer, please visit LibriVox.org. Recording by Nicholas James Bridgewater. The Universal Religion, Baha'ism its rise and social import by hippolyte dreyfus barney section two necessity of a renewal of religions if in our epoch of scientific progress when instruction is no longer the privilege of a minority the greater part of thinkers have gone from the churches and loyalty to oneself has forced so many people to break with the creeds whose traditions and superannuated rites they could no longer accept it does not follow that the religious mind should with time disappear from civilized nations it suffices in order to get a clear idea of this to understand the high religious import of many expressed doubts and to look for what there is behind many scoffing scepticisms if it is thus if a religious attitude is natural and necessary if as we think it is an obligation for every thinking man to develop his spirituality and the force it procures for him it is of paramount importance to reconcile all those whom the barriers of religions have separated and who by conviction or imitation have come to despise and hate one another and to attain this aim it will suffice then to show the one principle which is at the bottom of their beliefs to free them from the constraint of the domineering clergy and to explain to those who have rejected the religion of their fathers the profound truth and high moral import of religious teaching which is in no wise opposed to the discoveries of science or to the free exercise of reason such is the task whose immediate necessity makes itself felt more and more and which today is about to be accomplished by baha'ism presenting itself as the necessary outcome of all religions i well hear the objection yet a new religion a sect a flag a name if baha'ism refers to liberal principles if it does not impose beliefs if it leaves man to his reason and conscience it only expresses the thought of all those who reflect and there is no need at all to hoist a new flag at the risk of further dividing up poor humanity alas if this humanity were already evolved enough to understand instinctively the beauty of generous thoughts to accept them intuitively and to conform its acts to them 
if man were divine to this point then evidently there would be no need of something new but if precisely these generous ideas the love of one's neighbor satisfaction in the accomplishment of good detachment from personal inclinations and the directing of all individual powers for the advancement of humanity if these ideas have not yet exercised their influence on the earth it is because those who share them and who combat for them are already marked with a startling label they are catholics mohammedans or free thinkers whatever they do they only make an impression on the limited group of their co-religionists and they cannot directly exercise the least influence on the enormous mass of other men who are ever rendered more or less sceptical by prejudices of race and education bahaism its character bahaism is not a new religion it is religion renewed on the sharp edges of the pyramid of religions protestants catholics mohammedans buddhists etc are struggling against one another trying to bring over by force neighboring people to their own side saying this alone is the true religion others are false and for centuries under pretense of proselytism they are exhausting themselves to no purpose in the most criminal of struggles if instead of that everyone on his own side from the standpoint of his own religion would simply try to look to god and to advance in goodness all would soon see that the summit of the pyramid is common to all sides and that each religion represents not the absolute truth which is unseizable and of which we can only obtain a relative part but is only the result of a special effort towards the knowledge of god and on this high summit they would meet without difficulty then rivalries would disappear and reconciled humanity could work together without intermission at its development and progress this bahaism has understood consequently it goes without saying that it does not demand its adepts to abjure their old religion it does not pretend to represent alone the whole truth on the contrary it recognizes truth in fundamental principles which are the basis of all former dispensations and which for that very reason form the standpoint of concord too long lost sight of and if it requires people to renounce ancient superstitions to abandon the dead letter in order to be penetrated by the living and vivifying spirit then by that very means it confirms the original purity of their religion 
whilst helping them to know and love everything profoundly beautiful in the others without wishing here to be metaphysical nor to enter into the details of what would constitute the bahai theology which would be overstepping the limits of such a summary work it will suffice for me to indicate that bahais believe that from all eternity god has raised up among human creatures higher beings who have inculcated mankind with the great moral principles on which societies are founded and have thus been the supreme guides of its evolution in the fruitful earth of the garden of humanity the delicate plants of generous virtues the flowers of progress would soon be stifled under the entangled bindweeds of our egoisms and passions if the divine gardener did not tend them such is the role of the prophet modest in appearance colossal in reality for whatever idea one may have of his nature however little one may reflect one cannot help recognizing his preponderant influence if humanity is what it is today if so many glorious discoveries have up to this extended the boundaries of our frail knowledge if societies have been formed it is because souls like moses jesus muhammad buddha and confucius have made man conscious of himself and thus shake off the state of original barbarity it is therefore important for each of us to be penetrated by this idea and to recognize as brothers those who are led by identical efforts in different centers to a civilization strange to ours the tendency that we have to consider our own religion as the only divine one is so profoundly rooted in our minds that even education cannot completely eradicate it besides those whom leisure or tastes incite to the study of comparative religions are the smallest minority contrasted with the legions who accept the ready-made ideas given them and nothing less than the influence of such a vast religious movement is necessary to put an end to such a grave superstition end of section two